Our audio listeners can't hear that, but yeah. uh, Antoine just did a little like little squiggle. swerve. Yeah, yeah, swerve, swiggle. Welcome to episode 94. This episode two, we'll see we talk about One Punch, One Act, Jedi Down, and did Anton open the gates of hell? I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duan. I was so close to saying Black Jedi Down as a reference to Black Hawk Down, but I didn't think that makes sense. No. And plus, it, it, it might sound a little racist. Yeah. There's a Black Jedi? Samuel? <laughs> yeah. He's back? Uh, all right. Oh, there's a lot of theories about him, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how was your weekend, Todd? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, what did I do this week? It's all a blur. It's a blur? Yeah. Oh, nothing? Uh, as for me, I have been working on the summer movie draft, which is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a podcast listener, not watching on YouTube, by the way, subscribe to our YouTube channel, the TOC, all one word on YouTube to watch a stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the summer draft would be done by the time this comes out, mm-hmm. but I've just been kind of prepping, getting the spreadsheet ready. Uh, there's a few more spreadsheets I need to create to make the draft a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, I have my brother and Josiah asking me for numbers from previous years. I'm like, I don't got time for that right now i'll yeah. give it to you guys when i can yeah you you would have to go back and dig it up and do a lot of work with uh, I, math I equations. Have, <laughs> well no i i have that's funny i have, a, I have an existing historical sheet mm-hmm. where i think for the last seven years we've done it mm-hmm. dude um, it's crazy how it's seven years right yeah um yeah that we've had all the movies ever drafted and how much we paid for them how much they made all the numbers are broken down but just i haven't updated the numbers from last year so mm-hmm. that's gonna take time yeah but yeah i'm excited have you done any of your uh, homework uh, a little bit. I mean, uh, I went down the list and I, I try to go through the ones that I don't know what the movie is about. So I'm, I'm trying to go through those. And uh, there are some very interesting movies that, you know, is, is going to be in the theaters during the summer, but mm-hmm. it's not going to do that well because it doesn't have that much exposure. Um, but uh, well, and also some of, especially some of the late summer ones, you don't know how much exposure they're going to end up getting. Yeah, that's true. Because that's, that's usually the, the the time where they just try to have people go watch a bunch of random movies. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a uh, it's stressful. Uh, however, this might be the first, or not first, the biggest movie draft we've ever done. We have a lot of people coming. I think we're going to be up to like at least twelve people here. Uh-huh. Would have been more if you and your wife were here. So that that's still impressive. Usually, it's just like uh, you know, you on Skype and five or six of us here yeah yeah it's kind of crazy yeah it's getting yeah, bigger so next thing we know we're hosting like a, a you know a banquet somewhere <laughs> <laughs> well and the thing is what that, that is one of my dreams to kind of like one day rent out a, a theater mm-hmm. uh just like a screen or whatever yeah and kind of like have the like the, since we have projectors now yeah <laughs> project the scroll <laughs> like the draft upstairs uh, on the screen mm-hmm. um no, but I think I'm going to bring back the Summer Movie Challenge, mm-hmm. which is where people pick the movies... That are based know, on of, the points uh, that we uh, bid on. Right. So mm-hmm. during the draft, we have a max of 100 points that we used to bid, and you'll have the same amount of points. However, you're paying for movies, whatever we paid. So if I paid $30 for a movie, if you want that movie, you're going to pay $30 too. Yeah, but you only have 100 um, bucks, so you got to spend it wisely. It's a, it's a way to include fans and friends in the fun, mm-hmm. and also to get people to shut up about our our movie picks because everybody's so judgy yeah oh oh anton picked that one i don't know that like he picked that one but however he got it for a good deal yeah yeah but i don't know yeah oh alan you didn't get any t- any pixar ones Ooh, you're gonna lose <laughs> 
Hey, surprisingly, um, the the guy who does Record Ralph, uh, I think he stepped down to go to Sony. Is it Sony or DreamWorks? One of those two, which is very interesting I, to me. Um, I can see. Actually, I can, I can, I can believe either one. Mm-hmm. Sony, I feel, is really trying to redo their image mm-hmm. about what happened to their their hacking a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, so I, I can easily see them throwing money. Yeah, I think it's actually DreamWorks. Um, I think they are trying to redeem their themselves because. All they have right now is How to Train a Dragon, which that franchise is already over with this last movie. And then um, Secret Pets of Life. I mean, Secret Life of Pets. Pets. Uh, Have you seen that? The first one, yes. The second one, I don't think I want to see it. Yeah. Is the first one even any good? Uh, It's middle of the road. Nothing Mm -hmm. nothing great, but I wasn't bored or anything. I was still somewhat entertained. But it made enough money to make a sequel. So, you know. Yeah, which is impressive because there's a lot of big names voice acting that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, besides the whole blur, I mean, I, I, I've been doing a lot of work throughout the whole entire week because, uh, you know, we're coming out with different products. So I had to make some designs and stuff you saw. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I just got a couple of other projects uh, earlier today. So I'm going to be working on those uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I would say you're traveling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but other than that, I mean, uh, I, I got to catch a couple of things that we're probably going to talk about later in the show, um, which is One Punch Man. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw Hellboy today, so we can talk about that later, too. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Anton. Uh, do you want to get right into the news? Yeah, let's get right into it. All right. Uh, Anton, there is a few, you know, there's a, there's a, every now and then there's a week where you just see a nonstop picture throughout the week on Instagram, Facebook, it's, whatever. Every everywhere. time, every time I scroll through Reddit daily, it's, I, there's always someone making a meme out of it. And, <laughs> uh, uh I, I'm not going to say, um, what it is, but, uh, it's, it kind of looks like the back of someone and then they're talking about sticking stuff in the black hole. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I see that, but okay. Yeah. Um, so people don't know what we're talking about. If you have been under a rock, we have our first image of a black hole. Mm-hmm. Um, people might think, oh, we know we've seen this. We know exactly what, like, no, this is a real picture. Uh, I believe this is from, uh, let's say, it's not even like a, like a photo, like a photograph that we know it. It's a collection of uh, radio freq- radio yeah, frequencies that we gathered and kind of put it together to make an image. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is our first view of a black hole, and it is from the Messier Messier 87 galaxy which is about 55 million miles 50 55 million light years away. Yeah, that is super far away. If people don't know <laughs> what light years are, it's the speed of light. And well, how 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 far light can travel in a year? Yeah. Yeah, it's that's how crazy. That, it goes goes quite a distance. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no th- this is kind of th- yeah, it, it went from groundbreaking news to how many memes can we make out of this? Because it's people are judging first. They're saying like, "Oh, the first picture of a of the black hole was taken with an Android phone." <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other good one I saw was it's the Eye of Sauron. Yeah, from that's, of the Ring. that's something that I saw a lot too. That's really funny. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. was more nailed it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're like that as a science geek, I'm I'm very happy about this. Yeah, uh, really cool. Yeah, and it's a girl that uh, that did the whole algorithm too, right? Her name is uh, Katie Bowman. Yeah, well, it she's she was leading the team that was creating the algorithm mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's a, it's 
uh it's her baby this is her her pride and joy right here yeah that's kind of really cool to you know make something and then show the whole world and it just goes viral kind of like mm-hmm. a youtube sensation but instead of you know making videos she's doing an image which is you know she's showing she's showing you the the universe the galaxy yeah or another <laughs> galaxy yeah, I, I don't think we've ever seen this before. I mean, we, nope. we we only have like images of what people think a black hole would look like. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, considering all that was guesswork and just kind of modeling of, you know, 3D modeling of what we could, we, we think we would see, mm-hmm. uh, I think those people nailed it. Yeah. Very cool. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, moving on. Uh, what's going on with Disney Plus? Okay. So Disney Plus had uh, a little bit of a. Uh, conference today where they were talking about uh, what the whole service is going to have. And uh, we already know uh, for the past couple of months that they are doing Star Wars um, a series, uh, which is called The Mandalorian, which is uh, yes. helmed by Jon Favreau, which, uh, who directed Iron Man 1 and 2. Um, and the Avengers. And Avengers. No? No, no. Oh, no. Never mind. That was... Um, yeah, never mind. Yeah. He also did Jungle Book and the upcoming Lion King that's coming out this summer. So, uh, it's a very big deal what Disney Plus is doing. Not only is The Mandalorian is uh, a forefront of Disney Plus um, content, we also are getting Marvel stuff too. And this is a very big news that just dropped a couple hours ago. So, they're going to have The Falcon and The Winter Soldier as a series. Yes. Yeah. I'm also seeing a Hawkeye uh, movie actually starring yeah. uh, the, the Hawkeye we have now. Yeah. So we're going to have uh, a lot of stuff. And there's also going to be uh, Vision and uh, uh, Scarlet. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Scarlet Witch in uh, a, a series also, too, which is very cool. So it's really mm-hmm. exciting stuff that we're going to be able to see. And uh, the, the one thing that I want to mention is that because of the Fox merger, um, Disney buying out Fox, they are putting The Simpsons on the streaming service. Yay. All 30 seasons. I told you. <laughs> I told you they, they'd be dumb not to do it because there's just so much content they could just throw on there. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be so much. Uh, I mean, finally, you can just do a marathon and, and you know, you'll you probably grow old watching it. No. Okay. Okay. Well, I, and I told you, I think it'd take you like a month and a half to watch it. No, actually, probably two months now because that, that marathon was a while ago. Yeah. Um. No, but it, it, I mean, they have the content. Mm-hmm. They have, they know people are fans of it, especially the older, the older episodes. Uh, if they just throw in one ad per episode, that's a crap load of content they can sneak ads into that, that they know people will be engaged on. Yeah. They'd be it, dumb not to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Super dumb. Um, yeah. So this service is kind of like a no brainer. I mean, because of all the content that they have now, they can, they don't really need to even do anything else. They just need to upload this into their servers and mm-hmm. people will have a large library of content that they can watch forever. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, Netflix had to, you know, license all of these uh, things from different studios in order to have content on Netflix. So right. uh, that's the whole reason why Netflix wanted to do original content. And with this being said, not only do they own the content, they are creating new content for mm-hmm. their service. So yes. right now, how much do you pay for uh, um, Netflix service? Uh, Netflix, I believe, is nine dollars. Nine ninety nine, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think Hulu is six ninety nine, right? Yep. 
And then yeah, if you get the down. one without the ad, um, then it's 12 like twelve twelve ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. So this is crazy. It is launching. Let me see when the date. Uh, it's launching November twelfth, which is you know um, kind End of far of away, but then it'll yeah. come here faster than we know it. So the price for this one will be six ninety nine a month, and that Damn. is a no brainer <clears throat> to sign up and just have a big library of stuff Ooh. to watch. It is so competitive. Yeah, that's yeah. a uh, okay. So that's where my CBS All Access money is going to go then. Yeah, after I'm done watching the Twilight Zone, going to be saving up for that. That's damn. That's a good price. I was willing to go ten bucks a month. Yeah, maybe twelve. Same. Twelve, 12 knowing The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So damn. Way to go, Fox. And or they Disney are Plus. willing to do a, a little bit of a discount if you're doing it uh, annually, and that's sixty nine ninety nine. So that's seventy dollars a year. You're saving. T- uh, you're getting two months free basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a great deal. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, you're getting. Uh, no, yeah, you're, you're, you're getting two months for the end of the year for free. Yeah. So this is what they're expecting. They're expecting anywhere from sixty to ninety million subscribers by the end of twenty twenty four. Ninety million. Yeah. Huh? How many subscribers does Amazon or does Netflix, does Netflix have? Uh, I have no idea. You can look uh, that up. So wh- while you're looking that up, uh, I'm going to talk about some of the other things that they're they're going to include also too. Uh, we're going to get National Geographic stuff. We're going to get Fox stuff. And Pixar is actually doing some original content, too. So I think they're doing series and movies, too. So adding that catalog to there, people are going to be so eager to watch anything on, on this platform. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. How many How many did they say they wanted to go for? Uh, they're expecting uh, anywhere from 60 to 90 million subscribers by 2024. Uh, so let me see here. In the United States, uh, the website Statista mm-hmm. is estimating that Netflix will be at two. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, by the year 2023, they'll be at 69.1 million in the U.S. Wow. So Amazon and Amazon uh, Disney really wants to just like take the lead right away, right mm-hmm. out the gate. They want to take the lead. Yeah, because I mean they own like 70 percent of the whole entire. Media market. All right. So Hollywood Reporter saying that they have. Uh, so Netflix is expecting to jump. Okay. So ne- so Netflix has currently 139 million worldwide. And that's worldwide. I'm pretty sure Disney Plus is probably just looking at the US. Yeah. Damn. All right, Disney. Not only did you flex when you paid for, the, for Fox, but now you're flexing on netflix and hulu and all that yeah <laughs> but I, I, that, that that was probably their plan all along from the very beginning yeah so that, that's just insane no they have a juggernaut of content so no that's damn dude I, mm-hmm. I, that's and that's a good deal yeah um i can easily see that going up to the prices we were kind of guessing at within a year or two afterwards mm-hmm. um that's probably why they're going so low initially because they want that large surge of subscribers right away mm-hmm. but yeah I'm kind of curious when these content will be no longer subscriptions, but it'll be free. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you don't have to pay for these these things anymore. They just want eyes. Oh, okay. Cool. Like traditional television. Yeah. Like, you don't pay for, for broadcast television. Mm-hmm. It's just... You, ads. Yeah, ads pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll have a, a kind of like how Hulu used to be. Mm-hmm. You get certain, you know, the older shows for free, and then if you want to watch the current shows, you'll pay a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. It's premium. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll they'll do something like that, or at least they'll look into it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, other related news to well, not really Disney, kind of. but Disney. kind of. Yeah, getting there. Uh, is uh, Star Wars having another game um, being made by EA? Ugh. 
<laughs> um, you know why I said, eh. Mm. Well, okay, first of all, I thought that they, that after, is it Last Jedi? Or was this after, I think it was after Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. They put a hold on all Star Wars related video games. Yeah, and the reason why was because of uh, Battlefront 2 being the biggest backlash because of the uh, downloadable content. Oh, DLC. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's why yeah. I said, eh. That's the whole reason why they, they wanted to just stop all of the, the, the games because, I mean, it had such a big backlash and people kept saying, uh, EA doesn't deserve the, a Star Wars franchise. They should take it away and uh, not let these guys well, do games anymore. Okay, well, first off, Disney's pretty smart with their content. I don't think they would give it back to EA to work uh, on the next project if Disney didn't put on some restrictions or give EA some guidelines about how the pricing. I I wouldn't be surprised if whatever DLC they release has to go through Disney first, mm-hmm. like the pricing pricing structure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What was it? It was somebody did the math and it was like it was a ridiculous amount to buy all the all the DLC. Yeah, it's like uh, you're spending like over like two hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is again, again, and uh, this is the old argument I made is you don't have to. Like the mm-hmm. costumes, you don't have to. If it's story uh, related or you can't beat the game without it, I get it. That's when they are kind of screwing over. But for skins and emotes and whatever else they had for that, that you don't need it. <laughs> no, it's just that some of the characters um, that you want to play, which is the heroes. Uh, you would have to play over 30 days straight. And, you know, it, yeah, it's a yeah, lottery, yeah, but ca- I mean, if you no, want to unlock that, everything, it's 30 days. Yeah, and in that case, I, I did agree because that did give you some sort of advantage in the battlefield because you could bust out into the battlefield with one of those main character heroes. Yeah. So anyways, um, EA is helming another project for Star Wars, and this is called Jedi Fallen Order. And this is something that uh, really intrigues me because EA is not the only one that is, you know, doing the project on their own. They usually mm-hmm. have uh, uh, different studios that they purchase, like Dice Studios. Um, can't name any other ones on top of my head. But they have these other studios that are, are, are developing the game. So mm-hmm. it's not really 100%. Um, well, it is 100% EA's fault on that whole DLC thing because they're the ones yeah. that are trying to make all the money out of it. It's not really the the, uh, the game developer's fault. It's more of like the, the parent company trying to market the game and all that stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So EA is having a company called uh, Respawn, Respawn Studios. I don't know if you okay. heard about this company. Um but uh, they started, they were founded in 2010. So that's about eight years ago. And uh, the guy who founded Respawn Entertainment is, uh, um, his name is, oh, it's two guys. Uh, Jason West and mm-hmm. Vince Zemp- Zempella. Uh, both of them co-founded Infinity Ward. Oh. So this is very interesting. So they created from, this. from uh, Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Call of Duty franchise. All of the good ones that, that, that came out. The first one, the second one, Modern Warfare, all that. That was these guys. So it's a big deal. I mean, if it's these two guys making a video game, I'm pretty excited for it. So yeah, Respawn uh, and Entertainment is the, the helm of this project. And uh, they haven't really announced a whole lot uh, of uh, information about this game yet because they're going to do it this weekend because uh, Star Wars Celebration is this weekend. So there's going to be a lot of Star Wars news. Uh, We're getting a trailer this weekend. Um, But uh, all that aside, 
these guys worked on a couple of uh, recent games that we know of. Uh, first one would be called Titanfall. We heard yep. about that. Um, yep. Very good game, but we just haven't got a chance to play that. They also did Titanfall 2. And uh, one of the biggest games that they've done this year is Apex Legends. And Apex was the good one, right? Yes. <laughs> That's the one that everyone is playing right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So them helming Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm really excited to see what's uh, going to be unveiled this weekend. So, Yeah. Uh, can you imagine how awesome it would be if they, if they got into mechanics uh, built in for... Uh, say you are uh, one of the Jedis or even uh, Darth Vader mm-hmm. uh, using your force, kind of like being more agile. Can you imagine if they worked in some mechanics that way? Because yeah. right, because in the existing the existing game Battlefront, mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty much a jump button. That was it. There's no real intelligence to how you moved. You're just more I, powerful. I think I think the cool games that I remember that Star Wars uh, came out with was uh star wars uh jedi outcast they did one and two dude that game is probably the one of the best star wars games ever made um you would throw a lightsaber and it would you know do the boomerang thing and then it comes back but when you throw it at the right angle and you're pointing at the right angle uh you can basically have the lightsaber come back and cut someone's head off oh yeah it's so cool and this one um you can jump and do flips and then you know use your lightsabers and do all like these acrobatic stuff so that's Mm. the game that i always wanted and that was the only one that delivered and that came out in like uh the early 2000s yeah yeah. No, and that, and that's the thing. Like, I, I I think, and the thing that we play we play Overwatch a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I have not given Overwatch a lot of credit for is that you feel so immersed in whatever character you play. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I just been started. Like I've gotten into Junkrat. It's so it, it's so immersive the way I can just like you know move around and have the mobility. Yeah, and it's different. It, it, it's, it's different mobility than any other character or stuff like that. Each one is so unique in its own way. Yeah, it's very true because uh, a Junkrat is more of like a jumping around type of guy, exploding. Right. And, and bouncing it around and then you got uh characters like uh, a diva she, all she does is just fly around and stay stationary when she's on the ground she's grounded she's holding her ground uh, you know bullets flying against her she's blocking mm-hmm. it with her uh matrix, her matrix. Yeah. yeah and uh, but, the, but then you have like a, you have an orissa who's like a, also a tank but yet you can't it, it, they're they're two different mechanics. Yeah, they're, they're you don't move the same way. You don't you don't react the same way to certain things. So yeah, and you got characters like Reaper where he can, um, you know, uh, become like a a blob of smoke. You know, just yeah, just yeah. gliding into yeah. It's very interesting on on the character movement. Yeah, and you know what so you even see too, like your weapons. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's something like that that I don't give them a lot of credit for. But something that a lot of game developers do mess up mm-hmm. is that there's no uniqueness to it so first person shooters what makes some of them different is one of them you, you feel like you're the character others you just feel like you're pointing a, a virtual gun and mm-hmm. clicking yeah and stuff like that so the, you know all that aside i mean that's the the basic fundamentals on what we're looking for in a video game and uh uh have you ever played star wars force unleashed no that was way early on right that's when we started coming up with the new the better star wars games uh no 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 that uh, that came out like in two thousand seven or eight I think no no that was three sixty three sixty PS three yeah 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 I I think it was rated as one of the best Star Wars games beside uh Outcast or Kotar or 
any of those other Star Wars games. But that was the only game that a lot of people really liked because uh, you get to use a lot of the Force and you get to use a lot of different skills mm-hmm. from the Force, which is very interesting. Um, but yeah, I think they're probably going to have a lot of that mechanic in there. And uh, because uh, Respawn Studios, I mean, entertainment, we know that these guys are very story driven. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could tell by playing uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare how, yeah. you know, th- the story was very dramatic. You you fall in love with the character that you're playing. You don't even know that you're playing a character. Um, like all of the other guys that are in the game, they start caring about you and telling you and well, talking to the, you. And you, um, Yeah, because they and I like that story because. A, they don't call you by your name. Mm-hmm. They give you they give you a nickname. Mm-hmm. So you become that nickname. And then, yeah, you, you kind of feel like you're part of the squad. And then that's probably the first game that made me have feels. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you care about the colonel, too, and the captain. and Price. Yeah, Price. <laughs> that's yeah. jacked up, yo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, what they're going to reveal this weekend. And hopefully it's going to be a, a kick-ass uh, trailer or something that we get to see from this video game. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Antoine. Uh, so, move on to lighter stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both Amazon Prime users. Yes. I'm from with it. Uh, so, Popular Science released an article, 10 Amazon features you should be using. And I'm curious to see how many of these you've used. Okay. Uh, there's something called Amazon Day, which you can schedule your Amazon delivery ahead of time. So say uh, you're going to be out of town, um, but, you know, when you get back, you're going to need some, you know, cereal. You're going to need something like that. You can schedule it ahead of time saying, like, I want it delivered on. Uh, I'm leaving the 1st of May. Coming back the 20th, I want it delivered on the 20th. I, I do see that service. I haven't used it yet because I haven't found enough stuff to buy to, you know, have that type of service. Like what shipment? Yeah. 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 And they, they do mention that they bulk it up. Yeah. If you, you can just kind of add to that little box or whatever. I guess they kind of like Amazon Fresh. You add to the yeah. box or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, they'll, they'll just make one lump delivery. Uh, what about, have you ever done the no rush shipping? Yeah, where you get credit. Yeah, every yeah. time they keep switching it up. I think right now they're doing like credits for Prime now. Before it used to be you get like book credits or whatever, or music yeah. credits. I, I think you get uh, money for Whole Foods. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you, very, sometimes very you cool. get like a, mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you get like a, a promo code or something for Whole Foods or just $5 off your order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about saving saving money with Amazon Warehouse or Amazon Outlet? Uh, Amazon Outlet I bought a couple times um, for business. There will be times where you can find TVs that are just dented on the side. And they're like two grand TVs that you can get for like 500 bucks. Yeah, I'll do Amazon Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what I ordered from Amazon Warehouse. But yeah, they, I mean, they, I, you again, as a consumer, be very careful. Read the description. They're really good at giving you a description of the condition the product is in. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's fine with you, it's like, I think I order, I don't know, say, a, a, I'll say a book. It mm-hmm. says slight, slight, like uh, wear on the edge of the cover. Cool. Fine with me. Here. Mm-hmm. And, and they're willing to take it back to if you don't like it, which yeah. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how about get a refund when your packages are late? Uh, I think this is more for the non-Amazon Prime users. I actually do that all the time because there really? there's a couple times where my package comes late yeah, for some so, weird reason. It just comes late. Yeah. So they say in this one, uh, okay, this isn't exactly public facing feature, but it's still a useful tip. If Amazon gives you a guaranteed delivery date and the package deliver uh, the package arrived later than that, you can contact customer service support, which by the way, it's a pain in the ass to get the get they to the customer service the support place now. all the time. You have to yes. go look for it. It's kind of it's kind of like switch looking it up for on Waldo. You. Yeah, they do yeah. it all the freaking time. 
Yeah, I, I get no, so I think, pissed off. I'm like, I think Ugh. the last time I had to do it, I had to go through my orders to the actual order itself, and then from there, it like it came. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, uh, contact support and get a refund on shipping. Refunds can vary depending on the item. DL News reports, uh, it would it could be between five to ten dollars. So you'll have no customer contacts. You'll have to contact customer support and ask. Uh, Prime members used uh, to be eligible for a free month of Prime for late packages, but it seems that Amazon is no longer no longer offering that. Yeah. So okay, this kind of reminds me of something that I purchased from Amazon, and it wasn't an official product. It's a knockoff. Okay. So it was one of those um, uh, Sonic Care brushes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you buy those brushes, they come in a pack. Everything's nicely packaged. But however, there are knockoffs. That look yeah. exactly the same. So I received it and everything. I opened a box, but the toothbrush, like it looks like it's painted on, like uh, uh with um some type of marker or something. And mm-hmm. it's I don't know why I have a toothbrush here, but it would have <laughs> how uh, convenient. Yeah, how convenient. <laughs> yeah, it would have like a, a little arrow saying diamond head brush, and then on the brush itself, it's cut off sideways. Like the whole half right here yeah. is missing. So, yeah, so then (laughs) I contacted um, Amazon. I said, hey, this is not the real product. This is like fake. Um, I need my refund. I need to send this back to you guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. They sent the refund right away. And then I'm like, what about these uh, brushes? They're like, oh, yeah, you can keep that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, they're really good about it. So I use it for like brushing like uh, the sink and just cleaning work and stuff. So Well, because... It, was it fulfilled through Amazon? Because sometimes it's like yeah. a vendor that has Prime. Yeah, okay. fulfilled by that, Amazon. That's probably why they... Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure they probably get like... A, they've gotten complaints before, about it before. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is... And this one I have seen, but I had no use for it. I think my brother... This is my brother uses Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, share your Prime benefits with your spouse, roommate, or kids. Yeah. I, think I have... Com- I, I maxed it household. out. I have everybody on there right now. Isn't is it like four people? Yeah, four people, yeah. including yourself. I can't remember. I need to go look it up. But yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, how about get discounts with subscribe and save? I don't really use. I use sometimes just to get the discount and then I cancel it right after. I've thought about it, but man. Yeah, you can cancel it. There was one time where I forgot and I got extra um, shampoo. <laughs> uh, I've done it for boxers. I, I I got it for like, I set it for like, uh, uh, I think a four pack every two weeks or two months. Two months. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, funny, that's... dude. I, I did the same thing where it was like a, a long uh, period of time. And then when I got, I was like, I didn't order this. Wait a minute. And then you go in and it's like, you're subscribed yeah. to your next date is two weeks away or, you know, something like that. I was like, oh, I, no. I, I did it for like three cycles and I'm kind of like, yeah, no, underwear doesn't go bad that fast. So I'm going to just cancel this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, next one. What about the Amazon digital dash buttons? I haven't used those. I, I got a couple of those and some of them don't work anymore because the product is no longer on uh on amazon oh yeah oh, so because yeah because yeah. the buttons are very specific to the product you order yeah to so make sure. i have a dasani button okay so for a while they had dasani and i guess they don't make enough money on sending water <laughs> so they uh they cut off on that so every time i press the dasani button uh i i thought i would order it but instead it goes to the next dasani item that they had 
which was the drops. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah, flavor drops no. where you, yeah, it's not, not that great. No, they have a weird aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Anton, I, and this one I do use often. It's a very handy feature. Uh, use your cameras, your phone's camera to help you shop. Oh, like if you're at Target or something? Or? Yeah, so if you, so when you go to the app, there's a little like camera icon on the search bar. Mm-hmm. You tap that and it's almost like a, is it Google Goggles? What's that one? Mm-hmm. Google it, Goggles. Sca- yeah, so it scans for a logo or a bar code and then the it's search is funny Amazon that you, you you called it uh google goggles because we don't have that on the iphones <laughs> <laughs> what i'm saying though yeah it, it, they used to have something similar like that for a while and then they, they stopped it yeah it was on uh the android phones <laughs> was it no I didn't yeah have it. it was oh, android I did, phones I did, you're, I did have android for a while you're right yeah D- dark times dark yeah. dark times yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right that's fun. uh next one this one i know it exists but it, the options suck uh, read books for free with the Prime Reading and the Kindle Owner's Lending Library. Mm. So this one, yes, there's a lot of books. Uh, sometimes they do have bestsellers in it to promote them. Mm-hmm. But I would say 95% of them are probably junk or romance novels. Yeah. And the last one, and this one, is, I, I just set it as default. Mm-hmm. Uh, donate to charity with at no extra cost with Amazon Smile. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So that one I just set. Uh, that one is you set it, you pick a charity. Usually they give you like four or five options um you can search for more but i think i just chose the animal one uh but i'm trying i'm trying to blank on the name of it and it a small portion i think like one or two percent of my purchases goes towards them on on amazon's dollar that's really cool yeah, yeah so i'm like if something doesn't affect me mm-hmm. i get to choose where i wanted to go and there you go I, that's almost how i feel like almost tax dollars to be <laughs> and it, it kind of sucks too like if you want to donate if you want to have that in effect you would have to go to the uh, Smile page, smile.amazon.com. Uh, yes, uh, but for me, it popped up automatically. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think it's probably when they, lo- they launched it. Mm-hmm. So give me the option. All cool. right, Anton. So those are 10 Amazon features. Cool. All Ready right. to go to streaming? Yes. Let's stream it up. All right, Anton. Uh, what's going on with... <laughs> <laughs> our audio people can't listen that our audio listeners can't hear that but yeah. uh anton just did a little like little swiggle. swerve yeah yeah swerve swiggle yeah all right we're, what's, we're going streaming. On one, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on one pinch man you did a salmon salmon with your hand there you yeah, go salmon yeah. <laughs> okay so one punch man season two is finally here and i, I talked to you about this where uh, i'm not too happy with the company that is doing the animation for it and uh i was really yeah, worried was lazy animation yeah lazy animation i was really worried um i watched the episode and i was right and <laughs> <laughs> i was really right there's a lot of moments in this first episode of the second season where you do notice a lot of it the only thing that um that i'm happy with is they're keeping that same tone of storytelling Mm-hmm. So it's still slapstick. It's still that same um, style of satire and and uh, um, like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. So it keeps that it keeps everything the same, which is good. Story, yeah, amazing. Uh, I just don't know how it is going to be throughout the whole entire season. There, there was a really big action scene for this first episode. But it was kind of half-assed. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there you would see like uh, some action scenes for like ten seconds, 
And then it would just go on to like an off area where uh, one of the characters talking to somebody else while the action's happening in the background. You know what's happening in the background. You want to see what's going on in the background. But all you hear is this guy talking to this other character while all that's happening. But you can't because they're lazy. Yeah. So your fears were confirmed. Yes. That sucks. But overall, I'm still excited. Uh, There's a lot more stuff that's going to happen in the... Uh, the whole entire season that I'm looking forward to. So super cool. excited. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Anton, this is something I've been checking out for a while. I've been watching The Act. Oh, is uh, that the one? No, no. What is The Act? So this is the anthology series that it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the tells the story. Uh, the synopsis: An anthology series that tells the story, the startling story of stranger that's stranger than fiction true crime stories, including a girl trying to escape her overprotective and abusive mom. Um, ah, what's it called? There is a condition where uh, a, a parent. Okay, there's a condition where you fake having sickness or injuries just to get attention or, or sympathy from people. Oh, one of those people. Uh, uh, yeah. However, there's another version. Uh, let me see here. Um, there's another condition where you're 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 conveying that onto a child. Mm-hmm. So you have it, but you 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 make your child think that they are sick or uh, dying, so you get attention for your child from strangers. Mm-hmm. Munch Munchausen by proxy. That's what it's called. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so this is sort of the, the mom. She's she's all protective. She has she has Munchausen by proxy, and she's making her daughter think that she's sick. She has cancer. She has like a a laundry list of like illnesses. Um, that if this girl was really sick, it's a miracle she's alive. Okay, so the mom is Patricia Arquette, right? Yes, yes. And then the the daughter is played by Joey King. Uh, she, you might remember. Uh, she looks really familiar. She was on Netflix's The Kissing Booth. Uh, she's been on, uh, actually, she's been on The Flash, uh, Independence Day Resurgence, Fargo. Um, she was on uh, White House Down mm-hmm. in the movie White House oh, Down. Oh, yeah, she's she played the daughter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. She's been a lot of stuff. She's been mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, the country. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the, this right now they've been releasing one episode a week. I believe they're on episode four or five, top of my mm-hmm. head. Uh, shit is starting to get real, and all this is based on a true story, so, uh, I don't mind telling you that it ends dark. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I saw the, I saw the interview with the real girl, uh, Gypsy Rose, uh, that was done by Dr. Phil, who is the only person to have er- ever interviewed her, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's jacked up. <laughs> wow. So jacked. Okay, I'm, I'm really eager to watch this. This is very well, intriguing. Well, especially since you said your wife is into, like, true crimes and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. So, I recommend... Actually, you know what? Instead of like watching the the series and then and then seeing the interview, I say watch the interview so you know how messed up reality was, mm-hmm. and then see how the how the show does it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm into it, dude. So, I, let me I'm, guess. Uh, your 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 girlfriend got you into this? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. The fun the funny thing is, uh, she didn't know the story when it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like, "How did I miss this?" Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, no. Like, the funny thing is, like, I I knew the story, but I didn't know this this show was based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know, the the case went to court and everybody thought it was open and shut. And then they kind of probed deeper into the daughter's life, and the doc and the the judge kind of went, "All right, hold on, wait a minute. Uh, there's some more shit going on here. We might need to take that into account." So everything, everything, text messages, uh, medical records, uh, interviews with doctors, all the shit came out. Wow. Yeah. So the uh, so far the show's been nailing it, dude. So uh, if you haven't checked it out go on hulu it's called mm-hmm. the act okay i'll make sure to check that out 
Um, I was, I had, I had something on my mind that I was going to talk about. It has something to do with streaming, but uh, I guess we're going to have to move on. Yeah, all right, moving on. That's on. Mm-hmm. Uh, ready to go on to movies? Yes, movie time. Box office, and I lost my tab because I was looking for Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> All right, that's on. Uh, so r- wrapping up last weekend, uh, number one, Shazam with 67.4 million, number two, Pet Cemetery with 29.8 million, number three, Dumbo with 79.8 million, number four, Us with 155.6 million, and number five, still kicking some ass, Captain Marvel with 377 million dollars. Wow, holy shit. <laughs> Still, still holds up. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Just for funsies, I'm kind of curious what this rank, what this currently ranks for the MCU. Uh, let's see here. It is number eight so far. It's uh, not bad. R- well, I mean, it's, it's still going. So right mm-hmm. now, it's between Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh wow. Okay. And just barely, I can mm-hmm. easily see this passing Guardians of the Galaxy by the time it's out of theaters. Yeah, because they have they have like 21 or 22 movies uh 21 movies good job i thought yeah, yeah nailed it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so um i don't think it's gonna catch up to captain america civil war which was uh 408 million but mm-hmm. it's gonna get close to it all right yep all right so speaking of comic books what did you see okay today i got to see hellboy uh it stars david harbour uh, which is from Stranger Things and yeah. a couple of other shows I can't really remember exactly, but <laughs> I'm really excited that he finally got a lead role because this guy never really gets a lead role. He always gets like, you know, those uh, supporting acting roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so real excited that he actually got a main role. I kind of feel that same way with uh, Ron Perlman too when he played Hellboy. Like, it was, yeah, I don't yeah. think it was until Sons of Anarchy that Ron Perlman got real recognition for his acting. Yeah, because I mean he he's been an actor for ages and mm-hmm. he just never really got a lead role. And I think it's just because of the way that he looks. But his acting is amazing. So I feel the same way with David Harbour. So all that aside, um, this is a reboot of Hellboy. And this one is a lot darker. Uh, This one, I mean, the first and second Hellboy is already dark. I mean, with all of the creatures and uh, the the way that it's shot, uh, the colors throughout the whole entire movie, it's super dark. Um, But comparing to to this one, it, it does have that same vibe. But what adds the dimension to this movie being even darker is the blood and gore. Like, you see people ripping apart. Yeah, I've heard some sub-criticism from Hellboy fans saying that the Ron Perlman uh, Hellboy, while entertaining and fun, was... It took away... It it kind of uh, mellowed out the story. Like, Hellboy's supposed to be, like, demonic, big monsters, big, you know, dire situations, and it turned more to a comedic movie. Yeah, and I think the whole reason why... Um, Guillermo del Toro went that route is because he wants this to be like an actual uh, superhero kid movie like that a lot of kids would want to go see it but um, this time around they're trying to you know stay true to what Hellboy is all about where it's supposed to be like uh, this scary um, uh, world where you know he's finding monsters that are ridiculously uh, in like your nightmares so mm-hmm. I think it totally delivers on the whole part of 
uh, crazy and disturbing monsters. I can tell you mm-hmm. that, like up straight, amazing um, creatures and characters. However, the only thing that I didn't like about this movie is the pacing. There are certain scenes of the movie where it's too fast, and there too are curious. certain yeah, <laughs> too fast. <laughs> Or uh, certain scenes of the movie would be too slow. Oh, okay. It, it so there was no really, consistency. Yeah, there was no consistency of balancing out uh, the, the the story pacing. Uh, a lot of parts of the movie um, didn't really need it to be there. Like mm-hmm. there are certain scenes where you're like, uh, the writers could have done something else to make the story stronger. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, I mean, they had a lot of jokes in this movie, but they'd land like one out of ten. Uh, is yeah, it because so. do you think that those jokes would have landed better if this wasn't a reboot or were they just not or, or were they trying to piggyback off the off the original okay so the original they land at least like eight out of ten jokes every mm-hmm. single time but this one is is a little bit less because i think they were trying to go serious um but at the same time they they try to you know add some jokes to it to make lighten up the mood a little bit but it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, is this movie great? No. Is this movie good? I don't think so. It's just okay. It's entertaining. Yeah. The action is good. There was one action scene where I didn't like that much. Um, it felt like they tried to do too much camera work. And uh, it looks like the CG artist is having a hard time. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I still want to see it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. it's it's a good it's movie watchable. to watch. It's just not like a, a big blockbuster. Got it. Got yeah. it. Not a flop, but yeah. not a big not a big splash either. Yeah. So this movie at the very end they have uh, two end credits. So make sure you stay for both if you do. Okay. Uh, it does set up for the next movie if they are going to make another movie. And the way that they do the end credits feel like. They're expecting a second movie, but it all depends uh, on how this, how this movie does. D- does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of sequels, uh, we spoke about Shazam and last week, and it looks like they're starting. They greenlit the sequel for that one. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's positive reviews, and everybody's happy with it. So it's making good money, and it's still number one this uh, this week. So I, I wouldn't see why. Yep. Um. Hey, I, I do have one more thing to say. Uh, Dan- Daniel Day Kim is in Hellboy. This one. Uh huh. He has a British accent, which is very, very interesting. It's very good. He's very good in this. It movie. doesn't look awkward. Doesn't look awkward. I think he's a really good actor. Uh, are you all caught up on uh, the Good Doctor? Uh, you know what, the Good Doctor. I'm starting to just kind of pick, pick and choose now. I'm not really going in order. Oh well, this season, this last part of the season, you have to go in order. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, because uh, there's a story arc with uh, Daniel Day Kim in it, mm. and it, it and uh, this season, this second half of the season. Uh, it, it's a story arc, so you have to watch every single episode because you don't know what's going to happen next. If you pick and choose, you're going to miss a big plot in between. Because oh, okay. I think I think this season they focus more on Sean's arc, on people judging him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, okay, mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay. So speaking of going back to Daniel Daycamp, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can get past him always being on the beach. Yeah, you'll be surprised. So watch The Good Doctor. Uh-huh. I, my to wife me, and I... Get me out of the, that, that beach vibe. Yeah. My wife and I, when we watched him perform on The Good Doctor, we're like, holy shit. He is fierce. 
yeah, but all that aside, he's he's good. I, I can't wait until he gets more roles. I mean, watching him in this movie alone kind of feels like he can he can helm a movie on his own. Like yeah. if he was a main character. He's, he's that, that good. Yeah. Cool. Um yeah, I'm a big fan of him. And 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 also I was shocked when I first learned how behind the scenes he is, how much how much weight he carries behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh so he's well rounded. He's uh yeah, he's very talented all around. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, son. Uh, is that it for uh, Hellboy? Yep, that's it for Hellboy. Um, <clears throat> besides me watching a movie, I, I heard you saw a movie. Well, to wrap up my triple movie week last week, <laughs> uh, Dumbo followed by Shazam, and then the, after Shazam, <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw Pet Cemetery. Uh, this is a remake to uh, the Stephen Stephen King book Pet Cemetery by the same name. Um, you know how I am when it comes to horror movies. I'm very picky, uh, very annoyed at times, depending on the tropes they use. Mm-hmm. That being said, I like this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I liked it. It was a lot. You know what? I wouldn't even consider this horror. I would go more suspense mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, you're really trying to figure out what's going on in this town. Uh, you know, what the, tra- you know, is again, like Twilight Zone, you know, it's going to go bad. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you're kind of piecing together. And, uh, from what I was reading, they did switch up the story from the original and the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they added so so people that are, have seen the original or seen or read the book, even they will be in for a little bit more of a ride. Um, they didn't rely heavily on a lot of the horror tropes. I think they only have like one jump scare in like I'll put it this way: the the, the trailers for some of the horror movies coming out, uh, like Annabelle: The Return or Annabelle Comes Home had more jump scares in the trailer than I think Pet Cemetery had in the entire movie. Yeah. I mean, watching the trailer for La La Llorona. Okay. Is that ever going to come out? Yeah. I think that's coming out this uh, this summer or something. It was supposed to come out like last September. Then they pushed it to November. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, like you're not coming this summer. I'm like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 trailer has so much uh like jump scare. <laughs> uh, actually, I remember- you know, I, the the one trailer that I think was actually pretty fun, fun and kind of made me interested was the car scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that had so many jump scare. <laughs> that had me going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I remember every time in in the theater during the um the previews when that trailer comes on, I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Of, I'm looking around. <laughs> It's one of those like you just feel bad for the character. Like holy crap! Like I, I you must hate life right now. Like there's yeah. nothing going right for you right now. Yeah, it's like when you thought it's over, it keeps going like five times. Yeah. <laughs> the same two minutes. All right. Anyways, uh, so uh, going back to Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. uh, there are a few drawbacks. I never actually felt a connection to any of these characters. Um, I part of me wants to say I wish the movie was a little bit longer, but at the same time, I'm very happy as Stephen King movie that's not three hours long yeah (laughs) that's a good thing yeah exactly Mm -hmm. uh john lithgow uh, dude i have yet to see that guy in anything that doesn't make me think is an amazing actor um jason clark he was the main character he's one of the main characters Mm -hmm. um he plays a dad i'm a big fan of him too like he can play anything he can play a bad guy good guy yeah, anything. He was in that, uh, oh, crap, what's that military one? Um, oh, I forgot the movie. I'm going to look it up. Um, 13 Hours? Zero, zero Dark 30. Zero Dark zero 30. Zero Dark 30, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I, I remember it was one of those I was two. like, there was, a, it, like, it had, the, <laughs> had numbers in it? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, he, he, he wasn't likable. Uh, I don't think he was meant to be likable. He's very annoying, mm-hmm. uh, but he gets more annoying as the movie goes on. Uh, the mom, 
seems like she's in her own movie. Like you get two movies for one. <laughs> Um, okay. No, but seriously, John Lithgow uh, and the girl who plays the daughter, they're the ones that like sold this movie for me. They're great actors. Um, the little girl, I can easily see her becoming like a better actress as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would give this two and a half, which is really good for a horror movie for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, also creepy cat. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to give a, a a number for Hellboy also, too. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a three and a half. Okay, that's yeah. solid. That's yeah. a C? Yeah, C. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give it a score where it's like not too high, not too low. It's just, just right. So yeah, three and a half. yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, I think that's it, right? That's all our time. Yeah, all right. All right. If people want to... Oh, crap. What was the movie? Oh, if people don't want to see us buried in the pet cemetery. Oh, God, that was dark. Oh, uh, real, bi- <laughs> real quick. There's a song. Uh, let me see here. Pet cemetery song. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the Ramones made a song called Pet Cemetery for this for the sequel to Pet Cemetery. Uh, apparently the movie blew, but the song is really catchy. Uh, however, it's very stupid. It's literally... I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. I don't want to live my life again. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. But they sing it in a catchy way. And like that's how they wrap up the movie uh, with this song. Oh so gosh. as as everybody's walking out, everybody's kind of like doo, doo. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Uh yeah, check it out. Uh the Ramones Pet Cemetery. Right. <laughs> anyway. I'll check that. Uh, that's what I was going with, but then I realized how dark that sounded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to support us, how can I do that? Uh they can do that by uh going to our website at www.the2oc.com and uh, purchase some stickers and uh, maybe some t-shirts and if there was something that we talked about on the show that uh, you know they would like to purchase or maybe something that they saw on our Twitter feed or Instagram they can uh, click on any of the links they'll take them to amazon.com and it gives us a little kickback once the purchase is done yeah uh, they can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Don't forget to send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube if you're listening to us on your podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the to the audio on your favorite podcasting podcast podcatcher app. Podcatcher. Okay. Yeah, that's the new phrase. Podcatcher. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, uh, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or an MP3 player if you have one of those old ones. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's throw in there a Star Wars uh, a book. Uh, how about Star Wars Master Apprentice uh, for you know keep the Star Wars theme going? Okay, uh, yeah. I would throw in uh, another um, Star Wars book, uh, Ahsoka. If you haven't, oh ready. yes, Ahsoka. That was, that was a dope one. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think that's it, right, Anton? Yep, that's it. All right. Uh, for the two OC, I'm Mount Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. Wish me luck on the movie draft. Me too. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fire me.